Hi, folks. So this episode is a treat. The first time I tried to, the first time I tried to share it did not work out and I lost my edited version. Hopefully this version is correctly edited. I, I'm sorry in advance for any parts of it that come out a little strange. In addition to the episode and listening to me and my four friends talk, you will also get a chance to hear some of the voice notes that friends have shared with me over the past couple of months, mostly during COVID, but some not. This episode was recorded back in December on New Year's Eve via Zoom. And I appreciate the ladies that took the time to hang out with me for an hour and a half. And I went 39 minutes to be exact. So as you listen and you've already experienced January 2021, here's a chance to listen back to why we were grateful to close out 2020 and say goodbye, wish it well, and learn from what it gave us and go better in the future. Thanks for stopping by. Here we go. I will know peace when I learn to let go. When a thing has served its purpose, it will let go. Sometimes it will break. Other times it will simply die off. Then there are times when for no reason it will simply fall apart. There will be tiny pieces that are missing, making it impossible to put the thing back together. When a thing no longer has any purpose in your life, it will go sour or it may run away or it may pack and leave very abruptly. When a thing has served its divine purpose in your life, there is no explanation, there's no escape, there's no excuse. It cannot, will not, must not stay in your presence. If you try to hold on to something that is already fulfilled its purpose in your life, you are going to hurt yourself. If holding on is disturbing your peace of mind, it makes sense to let go. Until today, you may have been holding on to something or someone not realizing that its purpose in your life has been served. Just for today, surrender all attachments to people and things that have been struggling to hold on. Today, I am devoted to releasing everyone and everything that does not serve a divine purpose in my life. Today, I am devoted to releasing everyone and everything that does not serve a divine purpose in my life. Say it with me. Today I am devoted to releasing everyone and everything that does not serve a divine purpose 
in my life. Thank you. This podcast is also supported by the author Shakina Shaw. Her latest book, Conundrums Impacting Business Sustainability, is available at Barnes & Noble. I encourage you to check it out. She is a former guest of the show, and also you can follow her on Instagram at author underscore s dot Shaw. This is a great gift for our you know, entrepreneurs, business leaders, managers, and any enthusiastic leaders in your life. Again, the book is called Conundrums Impacting Business Sustainability. Thanks for supporting. In this episode of the Crystal Gem Zone, Today's crystal is quartz. Quartz is just one of those calming, transparent stones. Quartz helps with amplifying energy and intention. It supports other crystals. Quartz is a great stone to have to clear the air and to also charge the crystals that are already around you. If you're looking for a crystal and you're in the Brooklyn area, I invite you to check out Botanical. It's run by two sisters that are willing and ready to help you clear the air as we start this new year. Botanical, I do invite you to check it out. And again, today's crystal gem was quartz. This podcast is brought to you by Counseling Works. Counseling Works is located in Mount Vernon, New York, run by Myrna Noble Haddad, LCSW. Services offers include individual, family, and group counseling, workshops, and trainings. Servicios Disponible en Español, Counseling Works, Myrna Noble Haddad, LCSW, Strengthening Lives Through Healing and Empowerment. Hey folks, so the next segment, it's a long one, but I hope you find it entertaining, reflective, and I hope there's parts of it that just make you laugh. Four of my great girlfriends joined me on New Year's Eve, December 2020, and we take a few moments to look back at 2020 and how we are closing it with gratitude. Thanks in advance for listening. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Personal Details last episode of the year. Woo-hoo! Do the noise, do the noise, do the noise. Yay! Okay. <laughs> and 
How has today been going? So the last. Oh, today has been good. Today was good. I did a grocery drop off. Wave to my sister's family. All of us with our masks and hi guys, hey, talking through you know six feet apart. Um, went grocery shopping with my mom before that, and then we came home. My sister gave me two bottles of coffee. So I will be having some of that later. So yeah, it was a good day. Day was certainly a good day for a good day. Mm-hmm. Got some laundry done. Got some coquito dropped off to me too. Mm-hmm. Nice. All around good. I'm going to say um, I had a cleansing slash releasing ritual going at Forest Park where I ran took some water and poured it in my favorite tree and just said, you know, abundance of blessing for the new year that's coming for myself, family, and wonderful, lovely, beautiful soul friends. Nice. That's sweet. Shout out to Medea who completed the uh, New York City Marathon this year. 26.2 miles, is it? Yes. Look at that. Look During a pandemic. Time. Shout out to everybody who's fortunate enough to keep their jobs. Right, definitely. Close to that. Definitely, definitely. You know, you yes, shout yes. Out. Okay. Shout out, shout out to Cheddar for getting married. Yes. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That was such a highlight. That's true. That's true. Shout out to Cheddar getting married on Juneteenth yes. at a socially distanced wedding. Yeah, yeah, go. Yes. People getting oh, married. Also, wait a second. My niece graduated from college that's in May. Amazing. I have to that's, think back every month. What what happened every month? So, so I'm super, super proud of her. March. Well, shout out to that last concert I went to in March. Got to see Boys to Men. Boys to Men. <laughs> that was a great concert. Oh, shout out to Theresia for getting that promotion oh, and that big money. That's right. Oh <laughs> I'll drink to that. Years ago. Oh my gosh. Yes. Promotions in that pandemic. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give a shout out to Delmi, who moved to New Jersey. Um, Alex, who moved to a new place. This is pandemic time. Yeah, this year. Yep, 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 that time. Who else? What else? Who did stuff? Oh, my sister got turned to big five. Oh, this in April. Um, milestone birthdays. Oh, my milestone gosh. Milestone birthdays. That's my sister. Love it, love it. And Eva is on, have y'all been, well, I don't know if y'all follow her, but she has been on her workout, getting her workout on, very inspiring. Yeah, I see her burning them calories. I am trying. Why did did they send out a chat a little bit early? Like, oh, let's do a workout at 8.30. I'm like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, sorry, I'm busy. Like work not out today. till next year. Yeah. yeah. Not today. Listen, that is amazing. I'm trying to think of anyone else. 
Oh, oh shout out to my sister for giving birth in pandemic to my niece. Nice. Oh. Like crazy. Heck yeah. Anyone who had a baby. I'm just like big up to you because Jesus, man. Hardly anybody could visit you and all this. That was a blessing and amazing. And shout out to this year to myself. I actually purchased, you can't see it well, but I actually purchased a uh, podcasting equipment. Look at you growing up in the podcast life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Growing up, Spotify sent me a You Wrapped 2020, and I reached 54% more of my audience than last year, and all this other mess. Yeah. I gotta say a shout out to my co worker, Shakina Shaw. She wrote a book in the pandemic after five oh, years. Yeah. Oh. And it's at Barnes and Noble. It's called um, Conundrums Impacting Business Sustainability. I give a shout out to Mm -hmm. all the teachers who are, and counselors, and anybody who is in the education doing virtual teaching, because that is a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding? No, no, not at all. Oh, shout out to Jennifer's carefully made beautiful bracelets that's been saving lives. That definitely was a plus this year. And people who traveled, shout out to y'all. My family traveled in July, June, one of those months. And I was supposed to go and it was hard. It was a hard decision to make to not go, but I didn't. They had an awesome time it looked like, but I felt at peace with myself for not going. But shout out to everybody else who is traveling and traveling safely. Safe being the key word. It's not easy. Did any of you have trips planned that you didn't go on? I was supposed to go to Egypt in December. I canceled that. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to ride in Medea's suitcase, so I was (laughs) disappointed. I was supposed to go to Puerto Rico with my brother. and Florida under my own trip. And I kept calling Florida and they're like, oh, we're not closed, we're open. They were open the whole time. Yes. And I was just like, like, oh, we can extend it if you want. I was like, yeah, just cancel that. I'm not coming. (laughs) I mean, and that's even like when Florida started going on the rise, I was like, you guys like never closed? She's like, no. I said, so the pool's open, the walkway, you know, like, Whatever. Disney what World is opened. Di- that's true. Disney World was open. Over there. All the Orlando, things- everything. Okay, I have to step. I have to walk my dog. I'll be right back. That's what he said. <laughs> Shut up. You are now muted. <laughs> Um, okay. Um, so we, we, we got trips that we didn't go on. Uh, what did you guys start doing at the beginning of this? Like, yeah, differently than you did last year. Or not at the beginning, just period, over this year, anything new that you started doing? Like, I started working out at the beginning. Yup, until about May. I don't know what happened after that. And cooking. Cooking a lot. Yeah. Cooking a lot. But I always cooked. I don't know. Anything new? 
I would say I read more books and started writing in my journal, had more time for that, like reflection. That's true. I actually listen to more books. I listen to books. Mm. I listen to more books than I read actual physical books. Probably the most I have in a long time of all the time that I have and I didn't sleep much. Okay. I tried to do a puzzle and that didn't go very well. <laughs> <laughs> like a puzzle puzzle? <laughs> and that a is piece Disney puzzle and nah. maybe um I got Maybe 50 pieces. <laughs> <laughs> nope, miss me with the puzzles. Sorry, I, I know my limitations. <laughs> it would never I tried, get done. I tried. Actually, I did electronic puzzles. I found a website that lets you do it on your phone. I did do that. Two of them. It's not mm. easy. It's smaller pieces, and it doesn't look anything like it's supposed to look. What about painting, Theresia? You painted your door. I painted, your yes, door. I started nesting. <laughs> I started rearranging the house. I painted the foyer. <laughs> I have lots of paint. I bought like a lot of paint. Someday, this apartment will get painted. Me and my super. He just he said he would help, so I'm gonna ask. But yeah, I painted. I forgot about that. I got lots mm -hmm. of plants. I upgraded my plants. Yes. One of them died recently. But you know, everything lives for a season and a reason. We're going to call that one. Um, That's true. BBC. <laughs> BBC. <laughs> so he served his started, purpose. Uh, I started getting uh, barbering lessons. I, I was out on the search for a mentor to help me sharpen my barbering skills. I really want to get good at that. Not that she's bad. You don't mind practicing being a model. <laughs> being a model, yes. I was about to say something. Yeah, I was gonna say I started working out um, in about April-ish and I hated it in the <laughs> beginning. I absolutely mm -hmm. hated it. Um, but then I think about like two weeks in, I started getting like the I guess appreciation for it and was just very consistent with it um so although I wasn't really losing weight I was losing inches and a lot of people noticed that I was like losing weight even though I wasn't technically losing pounds um but I felt the difference in my clothes and in my face so that's good mm -hmm. I also read a lot of books I um was introduced to a wine that I now like very much and after going to about 10 different liquor stores, I finally found one that sells it. What's the name of the wine again? Oh, let me show it to you. It's called Rufino. Look at it, that. Rufino. And it's, and it's a Moscato Diazzi. So some of the people are like, oh, all, all um, Moscatos taste the same. Uh, no, I don't want <laughs> the other brands. I want this brand. Mm. So I found a place and I buy two bottles at a time. So I told him, you're going to have to stack up, Papa. So he said, okay. So now I feel like, you know, before I never used to get into the whole thing when people were like, oh, wine this, wine that. I'm like, okay. But now I get it. We had wine and book club 
glasses, but we never actually did we the never did it. part. I still have I still have the I still, I still have the wine glass. <laughs> if it wasn't for 2020 and then finish the sentence. So like I'll say if it wasn't for 2020, I actually probably wouldn't have saved. I had a goal this year for savings and it's been taking me a while. I actually probably wouldn't have met my savings goal because the money that usually goes into my Metro card every month, um, what's, what is $121? Um, saving that was, has been amazing. And then I'm not paying, they suspended your student loans. So I haven't had to pay that. So I've been saving, I've been saving that on the side because I know eventually they're gonna reinstate it. But still, I was able to save something and also um, just be able to send my mom groceries and and also like like bond with my mom. I hadn't seen her for, or rebond with my mom. I hadn't seen her for a few months. It's not until maybe, August was the first time I saw her since, like, in, in her face. Usually we go, I used to drop off groceries, we fist bump, see you later. And um, since, since August, she's been coming back over and we've been visiting and she, like, at least once, twice a month, yeah. So it's allowed me to rebond with my mom. Um, so if it wasn't for 2020, I wouldn't have saved. As much as I have, we bond with my mom. And I also found things that I thought I lost in the house. I found new stuff in the house with tags on. So I can be appreciative of, of that stuff. And I appreciate a different friendship I built with my friend Bill. I gotta give Bill a shout out. So Bill is the male counterpart to my angel, like Eva. Eva's like my earth angel, that's what I call her. Because um with when 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 covid hit the weekend before we had just went to the mall i can't remember for what but then the next week we were like let's go out and try to we're gonna go to work monday but let's go food shopping so we went food shopping and that was the last time we went to work we never went back to work since then but because of him we started doing these monthly food runs and if it wasn't for him, just including me and like, I'm going out, you want to go with? That's how I actually got like groceries and stuff. And we would, of course, on these long trips, talk about everything and anything. So I got to bond and know Bill closer. And I'm super grateful for him. Just having an open heart to be like, you want to go and take me along. So, and then we got, um, we also started going with Jennifer and that's been fun. And those are the two people that I've seen this pandemic on a consistent, like in-person basis. And he rides in the front and no one's in the passenger seat. And then I'm in the second row and then Jennifer's in the third row. So we ride as socially distanced as we can, which has been fun. So yeah, that's, that's what 2020 kind of gave. Well I've been saying, so I have two jobs, right? And I've had my second job since high school. So, you know, we're talking like 40 years, 
right? 30 years at this other little part-time job. And for years I've been saying, I don't know why I'm still at this job. It just, it, it frustrates me. It's just easy. Um, I, I, you know, I would call it my stupid money. Like it's my money to do anything I wanted to do. Um, whatever, like my, my chump change kind of stuff, right? For vacations or bills or, or if I want to do something. And for years I've been saying, I got to stop doing this. Like it's not worth the aggravation. But you know, when you're just used to having a certain m amount of money coming in, you're like, what, what do I need to adjust to not feel that loss, right? So I'm grateful for 2020 because it gave me that opportunity, right? So I haven't been there for that now. So I only have my one job. Um, and obviously, because, you know, we're home, I'm not spending as much money, I'm not missing that money, right? So it kind of, I feel like it's leading me into the path of just finally letting that go. So it's, it's refreshing to not always feel like you have to rush from this place to the next place to this place to that and, and feel like you know, can actually breathe and not worry about that kind of stuff. So at least for me, I found that helpful. Nice. I didn't even think about it that way. That's a good one. Anyone else? If it wasn't for 2020. Okay, I'll go. If it wasn't for 2020, I would not have sat with myself and did some deep, deep healing work to know who I really am. Um, also, if it wasn't for 2020, um, I wouldn't be so grateful for all the blessings that I already have. And just, just the people and the loving people that I'm surrounded with. And finally, parts of me surrendering and letting go with knowing that the higher power has my support and is always supporting me. Um, so it's been, it's been a journey just to know yourself a little bit more better. So I would say if it wasn't for 2020, I wouldn't have known Medea a little bit more better. See, if it wasn't for, wasn't for 2020, actually, if it wasn't for uh, 3CR, I probably would not have fully stepped into carefully made. For real, for real, like real talk. And if it wasn't for Medea actually um, commissioning a bracelet, because I used to make jewelry many, many years ago, I would not have added care bracelets to the Carefully Made brand, which is making homemade skin and hair products. And the care bracelets just seem to be taking off. Um, also, if it wasn't for 2020, I wouldn't have had the quote-unquote uninterrupted un, un time to get to know myself better and actually do what I want to do without other voices impacting me. And that led to me actually getting um, a smile makeover. So um, I'm walking away with in 2020 with one of the things on my bucket list of doing and I feel really good about it um, that I actually made a decision to to make that step. Tweet, 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 snap, snap. Nice. 
Now I want to look at your teeth. I'm like mad close. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I, I just thought about it. I was like, uh, yeah, you're definitely going to have to compare. I tried, yeah, to like be, I tried to even pin you so I could see, but oh, it looks very nice. <laughs> Yes, because her good. second, you know, Eva's second job is is in dental at a dental office. <laughs> so I'm always up in people's teeth. <laughs> I think I'm gonna add something. Yes. So also for 2020, I think it helped me to not romanticize different relationships, right? So like you were eager to hear from people. Um, and would feel let down or disappointed if you didn't hear from them or didn't hear from them the way you wanted to, right? Um, and so 2020 kind of gave me the the freedom to say, so what? Like, I'm not, I'm not chasing people, right? So, I mean, and even in terms of friendships, right? Like sometimes you go through a spot where you're, you know, you're really in touch with people. And then sometimes you kind of, for whatever reasons, you separate from it a little bit and then you come back. And then you have those people that you might not even talk to them for months and then you talk to them again and it's like no time has passed. So it's like giving me the the confidence to be like, I don't have to beg people to, like I'm not that person to beg people to give me their time and attention. Like you either appreciate the time and attention and we have that, we commiserate that way or whatever. Like it's no skin out of, skin off my back. So I just love that about this year for me because it's like so refreshing to not feel boggled down by those things. It's true. Um, you didn't have to feel like, well, I, I, I totally understand. I like the space to get to know people in a different way. Meaning like you couldn't see them physically. So whoever reached out to you really like wanted to to talk to you because that's all you can do is either you're either texting, but you're either talking or zooming or whatever. And whoever reached out that way without you bump into them in the street or you guys go to the same, whatever. It wasn't any of that. It was like genuine, like, Oh, haven't heard from you talking kind of thing to people. So I appreciate that. So I just came in, sorry guys. And, uh, can you just fill me in on what you're chatting about? If it what wait, where are we now? Same thing. Sorry. If, it if it wasn't for 2020, you wouldn't have. Mm -hmm. I finish the sentence. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, I probably wouldn't have bought my condo. Um because the rates were so low, because that probably wouldn't have happened. Um, and I probably wouldn't have disconnected from people that I needed to disconnect from. Another one. Yay, 2020. 2020 got rid of some baggage, some hang-ons, some stragglers. Yeah. Shout out to 2020 for that. I would say 2020 has definitely given me a perspective about relationship in terms of relationship with yourself, um, relationship with friends, um, evaluating, you know, what is it that's good for you and what is it something that 
if it wasn't for 2020, you would be like, oh, I'm just doing this routine thing, like hanging out, doing whatever I need to do. But I think 2020 gave a perspective about, is this a uh, give and take relationship or is it just take, take, take? So I think that has given me more opportunity to reevaluate some of the relationships that I currently have and how to move forward in 2021. True. My next thought was relationship with faith, whatever that is. That's so interesting. I was actually thinking of that on Christmas Day. Um, so I'm very involved in my parish. Like I'm one of the board of trustees um, for the parish. I'm in the choir. I do the, some of the different ministries there. I work with some of the youth there. And so going to like a fully remote situation like obviously I like one of the joys I had in singing in the choir during mass is in my congregation the choir faces the congregation right so the way the setup is that we watch you guys um so we're right next to the altar where the priest is and so part of the joy for me is seeing the face of faith in other people, right? To see how faith is living in them in that moment. Um, and so often in church, I would get choked up just watching certain people, how they pray, how they praise and all that kind of stuff. And it made me feel connected throughout the entire mass because there's a response and a call to different parts of the mass. Um, so it being online is very different, right? So my parish would do live stream, um, but there wasn't a need, like before I had to be there at a certain time, I had to make sure I was ready and I was situated. Right. But it being online, I don't even have to watch it live. I could just watch it anytime during the day. Right. So I kind of felt it lacked the structure for me that I was used to being going there and participating in a, in a particular way. Um, and now that they're open, I haven't gone. Um, I still haven't gone physically. Well, that's not true. I have gone twice, but when it, during the weekday when it's not like a, a mass time, I just went there and spent some time there. Um, but I haven't been there during a mass time. So I miss the sense of a parish community. I miss that sense of uh, closeness with the people that I would work, that I normally um, was working with there. So I, I do miss that. And there was a song they sang when, um, last Sunday, but it's my favorite Christmas hymn, and I was literally watching and crying because I I felt like I I really missed the community, right? Because you know when you talk about faith and your and your religion and your it's not you know your faith you, you know it's the church is the community, right? It's not just you yourself, right? So I missed that part of it. So I feel like there's a a lacking to it for me. Um, now, I could go, right? Like, I could go. The church is open. I could participate in the mass times. I don't know that I feel comfortable yet doing that. So it's also, am I limiting myself in doing that? So I, I have to, like, consciously be aware of how can I still stay connected and feel part of the community, even if I'm just watching it on TV. Um, so whether that's texting different people or tagging them and Facebook chatting with them, or, you know, my, my priest and I, we text each other um, to check in on each other. So even trying to do little things like that, although it does still feel very different, um, it's still a little way I can try and stay connected. But yeah, I've, I've been uh, 
struggling with that a little bit. Look, Christian. Oh, I almost called you the other day. Oh <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, you know, twice I almost caught myself saying that, and I had to stop myself, and here he comes. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I don't even have time for the background story with that one, but <laughs> um, faith. Oh, one thing that I buy Gabriel. One thing that I got to do is um, I visited other people's churches because they were happening online. Like I got to go to church with Jennifer and her grandmother and her mom, and you see it streaming and you can say hi. So I like that because I still felt like, oh, wow, this, that gave me the opportunity to do that. And my church was like closed and not online either till like now where you have to register and 50 people can go. I still haven't gone back either. I don't feel as comfortable. Um, plus I just haven't pre-registered. So you can't just get up and go. I was like, oh, well, there's that. Um, but it gave me an opportunity to to go online. I went to Bill's church. I went to Jennifer's grandma's church. So that was fun. And I went to some spiritual, like, non-church traditional type settings. So I've gotten a chance to just, um, yeah, I guess address the spirit and, and, and the mind and pause you know, take a pause in that way with different people. So that's one thing. Um, Faith-wise, I feel like it's been strengthened. It's like, okay, whatever's going on is bad, but I'm, it's going to be okay. And there's like some, some form of community. It's different, but it's there. So that I could appreciate. I would like to say I turned 33 this year. Three is my favorite number. So turning another um, three was like beautiful and I got to celebrate with two amazing women, which was Jennifer and Teresia. We went on this beautiful journey to the find crystals. And it was just like a day was spontaneous things were happening. And I was like, whoa, this, this is beautiful. So I have to say so much gratitude for turning 33 and having such honorable women in my life to celebrate it with. So that, that, was, that was a blessing for 2020. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, I'm honored to have been there. That was fun. That was totally spontaneous. We were like, oh, well, let's just go with the flow. La, la, la. Wow. I'm, what I'm most grateful for in 2020 was the opportunity to to be grateful for the things that I do have versus the things that I do not. Um, not only, not necessarily material things, but um, you know, COVID directly impacted members of my family. I lost a few people. That was definitely um, very hard to um, experience. And just being grateful for the opportunity to have known my family um, before they did transition and just being appreciative of experiences and memories that we cultivated together and thinking about not only the loss in that but the appreciation for for life what 
but still remains. And that there is actually someone uh, behind to remember them. Um, and I hope that, you know, in the future, uh, when I transition, that there will be something that I'm remembered for and really wanted to self-reflect and think about what is the legacy that I want to leave behind. And 2020 got me thinking about my contribution to the world. Um, but thank you for taking the time to hopping on by and closing out the year with me. I appreciate it so much. Um, yeah, when would I have a chance to get you guys all together? I got Queens, Brooklyn, Cali in the house. So I'm just grateful for seeing people I haven't seen in a long time. So thank you for coming on and sharing your time with me just before we close to the new year. Oh my gosh. Thank you for the invitation and to see you lovely ladies um, on camera and sharing you know, pieces of yourself. Definitely appreciative of that on the, the last day of the turn of the new year. So thank you for spending your time. And um, also for just being, you know, someone that I appreciate connecting with uh, in my life just in general. And it's just kind of like that, that piece I think you're talking about, Lisa, about kind of coming full circle and people connecting or helping to build connections with other people. You know, sometimes it just takes one person um, to do that and appreciate everyone for, you know, paying it forward um, this year in any way, shape or form um, that you could, any kind word that you gave to someone, the deed that you did, you know, I'm sure made a difference in someone's life, so. Thank you, and I'm so sorry I can't stay longer. Um, but have a happy new year. Uh, stay safe, and I wish everyone nothing but joy, health, prosperity, good positive vibes, and more time with each other. Mm-hmm. Snap, snap, double that. I want to yes. add something. Um, I think also in the fact that obviously 2020 forced everyone to slow down right and kind of like made us all examine like the hustle and bustle of our every day and you know are we filling our life with just busy things um or are we like fully engaged in all of those things right so I love the fact that it forced us to slow down right so before whether it was my two jobs taking my son to this practice to that practice to this place like every day of the week was one, come home, eat, we got to go somewhere else. Come on, go live. We got to go, 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 go. Plus my own activities, um, you know, active with my friends, active with my sorority. Um, so it was nice to just take a break from that, you know, and kind of just like regroup yourself. And I work from home. I work for the public school system. And my son is doing school from home. And, you know, just trying to figure all of that out was also its own um tobacco but one of the things I learned very early on right like you can't expect your kids to stay focused on the screen all the time unless it's a video game but if it's school stuff then they're not you know so focused on that and so I, I kind of took those opportunities to just like 
reconnect with my son, you know, whether it's, all right, it's time for a five minute dance party, or mm-hmm. it's time, let me, I'm going to chase you and I'm going to tickle you because he's 11 and a half, but he's still a kid. Like, you know, as much as they want to be grown or be, he keeps saying he's a preteen, like <laughs> you are not a preteen, but okay, whatever. But you know what? He's still a kid who still enjoys spending time with me. And the only way to continue to cultivate that relationship is to participate in it with him, right? Not just the scolding and hurry up and stay focused and listen to your teacher. It's about, I, I need a break. Do you need a break? He's like, yeah, all right. And we just would do something, put on a song, dance, tickle, run around. Just do something to break up the monotony of the day, right? And so I felt like that was so important because even though I'm with him every day, it's a, a really a sense of, of con- reconnecting, right? On a different level than just being an authority figure right and more about being developing that personal relationship um, developing more empathy towards each other and affection so I, I found that to be very one of the highlights of the um of this time for me yeah. that's my baby <laughs> <laughs> nice. oh my god I miss him okay that's the one thing I do miss when we get together oh my god me, even her son, woo, we could laugh till tomorrow. Yeah. And like anytime he knows I'm talking to Tricia, he'll he'll start singing. We sing song a lot. Sometimes we just sing song. Like instead of talking to each other, we'll sing it. So I'll ask him, are you hungry for food? And like, we just like hold the notes. We just do the silly things, right? He's like, mommy, I'm not hungry. You know, whatever it is. So even when we say hi, like we, we, we call, we have a nickname for Tricia. So whatever, we'll just do, hi. And yes, we, I love those voice it. notes. And we leave voice notes to each other rather than even just talk. Sometimes we'll go back and forth like a half hour just doing memos to each other rather than just pick up the phone and talk because I love hearing back, you know, listening to those again and hear her cracking up. Um, and it's just so, it's, it's, it's fun to have that proof, you know, to just go back to and listen to. So um, just, just, it's, you know, it's okay to be silly and it's okay to have a good time. And, and so what, you know, like I tell my son all the time, he's like, mom, stop, you're going to embarrass me. I'm like, if I'm not embarrassed, you shouldn't be embarrassed. Like you do it to feel good, to make others feel good. Yep. It's not something to be embarrassed about. So. Yep. Yep. Oh, what you missed, Kelly, is I was saying that we we do a lot together on the on the phone. We cook. Do not say the talk the name. We have our cooking show. But Dia and I leave notes too. We have voice notes. I just realized with each of you, I have my own little world. Yeah, with each of you. So interesting because we do um. We have our own code names too, and we have our own voice notes and messages. And she reminds me when the moon is coming full, which is always <laughs> cool. <laughs> I mean, I think also it's like a level of gratefulness, right? Like you yes. are grateful for the blessings you have. Um, and maybe even things that you didn't think were blessings have turned into blessings. Um, and grateful for help or you're seeing you know seeing the struggles that other people have gone through and you know like some people thrive in solitude and other people don't right I mean I live in a home that my parents live in and my son lives in so we have three generations in the house and so I'm 
I'm never really bored, you know, like I'm either having a conversation with one of them or I'm watching my show or I'm reading my book and I don't feel that sense of solitude that, but there are definitely people that feel that way. So just for the daily um, things you can acknowledge, like, wow, I, ha I know I have it a little bit better off than other people because of my circumstance. Um, I mean, not that I don't have my own struggles too, right? So, um, but I mean, I've known people who have had um, COVID and have recovered from it. I know people who are currently going through it for some reason that there's a lot more people I know right now going through it than this whole time before. Um, so, you know, you worry about that stuff, right? And how bad people have it or how mild they have it. And you're grateful when it's mild. But, you know, just the, you know, like Nadia was saying, just the daily being grateful for what you have and taking stock of the blessings you do have um, that we may or may not sometimes just take for granted. No, pets feel it. Think about it. I saw a meme today, right? And they asked the human, um, how have you been? They were like, this was the worst year of my life. And then another dog was asking a dog, how's your year been? And the dog said, it was great. My human spent every day with me. So it was like perspective. Here, one person is just like, this is the worst. I can't go out. And then the, 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 the pet was just like, yes, I have you all to myself. Alex's dog is like that. Oh my goodness. I think Alex's dog is a little human. It gives her dirty looks when she like doesn't do something that it likes. Or if she, if I'm on the phone with her, it kind of knows. And it's like, after a certain time, it starts growling like, time's up, buddy. That's enough. I swear. <laughs> you know, that's so funny because my sister got a dog um, oh, yeah. during the pandemic. And, you know, she was saying, you know, the boys have been wanting to get a dog for quite some time. And you know, they, they thought it would be a great opportunity for them to learn more responsibility and taking care of things. And this has become my sister's daughter. You know, my sister has two sons. So this, 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 this dog is like her new best friend. Like she's always with her. Um, and I'm appreciative of it because I see that the dog helps to calm her and not get her as rattled as she can be sometimes um, having to to teen, you know one teenage boy and one close to being a teenager um and just seeing like the affection and the way this one pet like is adored by this family and you know she this these dogs have it good right like they give it's such un unconditional love that they provide and they they give back and forth to different people in the family and even you know, I, people say I sound like my sister. So even when we FaceTime and I talk to the dog over FaceTime, she's like trying to lick the phone. I mean, it's so cute, you know? So that's so cool. Yes, Bella is my little, my daughter. Maybe the only child I have. <laughs> she is, she has, she has given me, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have, been very social with the people in my community. Mm -hmm. uh, so she's got me out and I have a very, very close knit uh, community in my uh, complex. I mean, my neighbors, thank God, if it wasn't for them, I would be all alone. They go shopping, they check in. I mean, it's, 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 it's really incredible. The, the community that 
we've built upon and everybody is always looking out for each other. Nice. That's beautiful. It is. It's at, it's like amazing. Even when my sister came here, she's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, like you don't see that that often, you know. So and we'll sit on each other's patios in the summer, on the or in the winter when if it's really nice, we'll sit and well, they drink wine. I don't always do that, but uh yeah, and we bitch and complain. <laughs> and we make fun of each other. <laughs> So it's never a dull moment. I'm going to say, I think 2020, one of the highlights will be just the simplicity of breathing. It's, it's been where this virus is like, oh, you know, don't go out. You got to wear your PPEs, make sure you're six feet apart. Um, when you're like just taking a walk alone, just the oxygen going through your veins, I was like, wow, this is, this is something that, I take for granted all the time, like just the simple breathing of oxygen. 2020 has made me realize that don't even take that for granted. Because look, look what just happened. So that, that's a big, simple thing. Agreed, agreed, agreed. You're right. Just I breathing. think we should talk about what we look forward to in 2021. Well, there you go. You know I was coming with that, duh. But yes, um, yeah, exactly what you said. What are you looking forward to besides breathing? I am looking forward to hopefully and praying that I can go back into my classroom and work with my students because I miss them. I'm just looking forward to that and not having to say, oh my gosh, I have to leave super early to go to Trader Joe's because I don't want to stand in line. <laughs> you know, I mean, I just want to say, oh, I can just go and not worry and say, oh my gosh, is there a line? Am I going to have to wait? How long am I going to wait? And, you know, so. Oh, what I meant to say too was I'm grateful for the nature. I'm grateful for for that nature in some places have gotten a reset. Like some places are cleaner. It just feels better. It's like totally just different and better for the environment. Because also like Manhattan is not as nasty. It's nasty, but it's been worse. It made me realize how dirty. That's another thing. I hope overall just as a city, they can realize how disgusting the city was being kept. I mean, Canada's a different thing. They, they keep their cities pretty clean, actually. And everywhere else, just about. But like the trains and the, the, the buses, even the buses are still nasty now, but I hope that it gave people a notice to be like, wow, this was pretty bad. Yeah, we might have evolved here just because viruses evolve, whatever. But to a certain level, I feel like we destroyed the natural, the things that kept us naturally clean, like trees and oxygen and just generally cleaning stuff up and, and not to repeat it, to do those things again. And then you gotta, you gotta love this administration. If it wasn't for 2020, you wouldn't have seen how crazy this, this, this stuff can really get. And it didn't, and it showed you the disappropriation of like everything of like who who has what who gets what 
who's in a better situation, like certain hospitals and the way things were distributed, you got to see like the disproportion of, of funds and votes and all this other crap. I feel like 2020 got, and it mobilized people that might not have mobilized before or gave a crap before and young people too. So I'm glad for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, stop talking. <laughs> Shout out to our young people for actually standing up and moving with the Black Lives Matters because they actually stood their ground and protested. So I have to say, looking forward to the new young generation to see what beautiful work that they will be doing um, in 2021. I hope so. I hope it doesn't go away. But yeah, there's that. And I feel like some parents, I saw, I saw a lot of people, a lot um parents supporting their, their kids in like movements and stuff. So that was interesting to see just parents and, and young, younger kids, college age um, kids getting supported by their former protesting um, mom or dad. So that was interesting. <laughs> around friends that you normally can't yes. be around or being around family that you can't be around. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's true. And they need to, I think also they need to change this whole travel and airplane and sanitizing and not putting everybody in a plane like sardines because they just want to throw people in. So that they can fit more seats, so that they can fit more people and charge you money for the bags. And yet the experience just gets worse and worse. I mean, I will say that there was one time that I did fly first class in a pod and it was like, I don't want to fly any other way. Because <laughs> that was like, oh my gosh, that was an experience and it was fabulous. Nice. Now, that's the way you need to fly. But, you know, I only did it that one time. It's not something that, you know, you could do. <sighs> But yeah, first class for everybody. At least once, gotta do it at least once, and you gotta just, do it with a little pod. Gotta do it. My sister did that when she went to Dubai. She sent us pictures along the whole way. Like they use real silverware mm-hmm. on what was Air Amaritas? I think so. But yeah, they use real silverware. She had her own little reclining bunk pod Mm -hmm. it looks really cool it's a long flight yes i can't even imagine being in a little seat like this oh crochet crochet oh i will say that i am looking forward to I may regret it saying this in <laughs> come uh, April. My parents are moving out here to San Diego uh, in March. So we got them a place because they really need to be in a better environment. Not that, you know, where they are is bad. They're in Whitestone, but um, just... Nope. 
you know, they live on the third floor and it's very difficult for my mom to get up and down. And uh, my dad needs to just, even though as hard it is for him, <laughs> he doesn't want to leave. But in the end, the weather here is so much nicer and there's, there's just more for them to do because right now they're just locked in their apartment. And I may be complaining, oh my God, my parents are calling me, telling me to come over. <laughs> <laughs> you're so close yeah now you're, you're wait, how far away are they gonna be from you now um they're they're gonna be about five minutes or ten minutes away okay so i got them into a um low income it's called it's a brand new building for 62 years and older nice so yeah it's, it was a process it took like two years um, because I found out two years ago about it and I kept calling and calling and calling and calling until I finally, they put the interest list up and I got them in. So they'll be saving money in the end. So, and then my sister's here too. Well, she's in but there's just more people on the West Coast, believe it or not, even though my parents don't, well, my dad doesn't want to see that. <laughs> so. Well, it's hard for older people to change. So, yeah. you know, like my parents, we live in the same house I grew up in. So they've, they've had this house 49 years. Um, and I'm just like, like I'll buy a new house that we can have more space, right? Um, like our neighbors put up a fence between our two um, driveways. And so it just makes everything feel so tight now. Um, so like, I can't even take my car into the backyard anymore. Um, so like every day we're looking for parking outside and only one car can fit in the front and in, in our, in a parking spot. So I'm just like, why do we want to live like this? Let's just get a place that has enough parking that we don't have to worry about it. We feel like we have space around the house. Um, my brother was down for it. I was just like, you know, we can, but we can even make it a two family or you have enough bedrooms and my brother can come move in with us. Um, just, you know, he lives alone right now and with everything going on, it'd be nice that we were all together. Um, and every, my father said he would be down for it. And my mom was the one who was like, no, I don't want to go. I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to go? It, but See, and that's exactly how it was for my parents. My mother was like, nope, nope, uh-uh, I'm not moving, I'm not moving, because they lived, I mean, all their life in Queens. They didn't, they know nothing but Queens. So actually now my mom is like, okay, sh she's like ready to go. My dad is the one that's like, but he's got some mental health issues that makes it that much harder. Um, but eventually, you know, you just got to keep, I mean, working at it. And because this has been years in the making. <laughs> so, but I get it. I know, I know parking in Queens. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. I heard, I heard it's gotten more congested. Because well, it's crazy. People, my block, on my block alone, there were um, three houses, right? As I was growing up, there was three houses that had a lot of property. 
that basically had like two lots of land in the same one house. So like one person had used the used the other one. They had a tree with a big swing, and that's where we kids went to like play and play. Our little playground was this guy's side house, right? That the property to the side of his house. Um, anyway developers came bought those three different properties and knocked down the house and now have built like these you know six apartments that have like three three mm. floor, three different families can live in so parking is a nightmare now nightmare and i'm like this is not the same residential street i grew up on because <laughs> every day you know now my father is the guy in the window looking to see did a parking spot you know open up Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to get a car, but no one moves over here at all. They don't have to. There's no alternate side on the block. And on the main street, it's meters. So I don't feel like playing that game. But at the same time, uh, I would love to have a car to just get around. So I don't know. See, I'm fortunate because I have a spot. And, uh, you know, parking is not an issue if, you know, cause we get assigned a spot. So if not, then it would be cause this area can, parking is not always fun. Um, looking forward to, um, Madea or are you having tea? I'm looking forward to going to a tea house. A movie theater. Well, see, I'm scared about those because they don't clean them. That is true. All these places that I thought of, I don't even want to think about it, but yeah, there's some places that I'm like, I'm good. I want to do more outdoorsy get-togethers with people on grass or on like this outdoor dining thing. I kind of feel like it should catch on when the weather's good, at least in New York, longer. Um, except for the ones that are like in the street, I always picture a car just running into that. But anyhow, looking forward to in 2021. I'm going to say I'm looking forward to traveling again. I feel like I was caged in 2022 and I love traveling, just exploring, um, immersing myself in different cultures. So traveling more agreed i'm definitely not going to take that for granted and be like oh i'll plan a trip no 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 no. now i'm gone i'm going i'm gone when this thing opens up my my boss's husband is like listen i'm planning a cruise i think it's their like whatever anniversary so he's like in two years 2022 we're out of here start saving now and my sister too she's like um 2022 planning 2022 already so i have goals i am looking forward to seeing what this administration is going to be like i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but i'm just wondering how it's going to play out it just better be better it just has to get better it just you know how you got to hit rock bottom to get better? We hit rock bottom. Yes. It's time to get better. It's time to rise up. <laughs> because this is ridiculous. <laughs> Anything else is not acceptable. No, no, no. Um, and plus, we're getting the first 
female vice president. So really, really eager to see what type of work she's going to do. Me too. And I want to know what kind of food they're having in the White House now. <laughs> now it's a lot of culture in there now. Mm-hmm. Well, Patricia and I said, and I, <laughs> we made a joke about this. <laughs> we said they need to sanitize that bitch. No, <laughs> they said COVID. That's true. Yeah, that's right. And they need to sage it. They, they need, need to, to get sage it. it. They need to call all the religious the uh, leaders, leaders, priests, get whoever needs to come. For a week straight. First, it's like <laughs> someone Christian, and then they do all the religions, period. Just bless the whole mm-hmm. thing. The whole grounds, every single room, because, ugh, gosh. You're right. That whole, that whole house was like COVID. It's COVID <laughs> central, literally. Like, mm-hmm. hot spot. It, yeah, one big hot spot. Mm-hmm. Gee, I wonder who started that hot spot. <laughs> he who shall not be named because he. Mm. <laughs> he shall not be named. Sounds like Harry Potter. Yep. What was that? Uh... Lord Baltimore? Yes. yes. <laughs> that, that's a better name. <laughs> yes exactly oh i meant to say like um well anyway i'm looking forward to in 2021 a cleaner white house yes sure cleaner doing away environment doing away with student loans yeah some of these things that they Mm -hmm. they took off some of the regulations on environmental controls that really need to come back then i don't know if people realized um got got done away with from water to oil, there's like a lot of things that were taken away. I want to share one last thing that I hope we get our $600 stimulus checks in 2021. They started and going out. Check your bank. My sister's like, did you get yours? Did you get yours? <laughs> I don't did get you it. get hers? <laughs> I didn't no. get mine. No. I don't get mine either. They said I don't qualify. Okay. <laughs> Oh, tell you, be- because I'm home most of the time, I don't wear masks, obviously, in my house. So I have masks in my purse. I have masks in my car. Do you know how many times I'm walking? I get out of my car, I'm walking to the store, and I'm looking at people, too, like, why is that idiot not wearing a mask? And I'm also not wearing a mask. And then, like, I'm about to walk in the store, and someone looks at me, and like, oh, my mask, I swear I have one in my purse, and I put that one on. It's just yeah. like, ugh. I mean, for people who go out all the time and are used to putting on the mask, that's one thing. But I'm a homebody, so I'm not going anywhere. There was a meme. There was a Santa meme. Santa Claus came in and he looked real beat up. And Mrs. Claus is like, what happened? He was like, I spent all night going back to the sleigh for my mask. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, it's true. I see so many people in the parking lot and you see him like... I'm like, you forgot your mask, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. yes. I'm like, welcome to 2020. <laughs> the masks are everywhere. The, the masks are like the new, I don't know. What's the new well, cigarette Well, there was a butts. time you couldn't even find a mask. Yeah. Now they're just like everywhere. They are the worst trash. They're finding masks in sharks and stuff because they're getting oh into the, gosh. they're getting flushed out to sea. 
Because we they're, wow. they're getting thrown in the trash and go, they go down the sewer like they're all over the street. And then when it rains, it goes into the the system uh-huh. that goes out to the ocean. So they're like killing animals, these damn masks. But that's another that's another byproduct that's. Good. I work more from working at home. I I, I feel I feel like I'm always in freaking meetings, but honestly, I don't want to go back to the school building. I don't want to go back to... And it's selfish because I, I get more out of the kids when I'm with them face-to-face. But I have like an hour and a half commute. And coming home is even worse because of traffic. So I don't... I like having that time now. You know what I mean? And I only have a couple of more years to retirement. So I kind of feel like this is like my pre-retirement. <laughs> so I can get used to this living now. Hour, it takes you an hour and a half? Well, I live in Queens, and my job is in Brooklyn, and I take the Jackie oh. Robinson, which is in constant um, construction, and they, they are, like, expanding it now. So the other day, I had to go somewhere. Um, I had to meet the computer guy for my job, and I had to go that way, and I was like, oh, my God, if I had to do this every day with this construction and the lane removal and, and all that stuff. I'm like, I would never make it to work on time. Never. Yeah, they're widening the entrance. Is it where the Jackie starts and Union yeah. Turnpike and all of that? They, they, we, did, we did all the overheads that connect the Van Wick to the, to the Grand Central, to the Jackie Robinson, all of that's being redone. So it's just like I should show. craziness. Yep. Oh my gosh. So I'm not pressing that. It takes me literally five minutes to get to work. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I wish. One exit way. So, okay, okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Thank you guys. This is Thank been you fun. for including me. Yay. I might hear myself on the podcast. So I hope you liked that segment. We say goodbye to 2020 with gratitude. The good, the bad, the not so great. But either way, we have to acknowledge that it happened and we have to acknowledge that some things have changed for the better. We hope that some things will change for the better. In the episode, you heard me and Eva talk about our voice notes that we leave each other. And it's not just Eva and I, it's Eva, Medea, Alex, Myrna. Voice notes are the way that we communicate when we can't have a full conversation. I love leaving long voice notes for my friends. So here's a little bit of the voice notes they leave for me. I hope you find it as funny as I do. Enjoy. Oh, this is someone else who also leaves me awesome voice messages and I miss um, not getting more messages from her. Sunshine. So, I guess you know that's not a bad thing to be hanging out with the mamas. I kind of always forget it's COVID. I think my brain is just like not processing COVID anymore, and I instead am thinking that I'm in prison. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> oh my gosh! I love these. And another one that is so dear and close to my heart. 
Hey, Tricia, it's Marlon. Just wanted to say you are the bomb. You are an amazing woman. And I wanted to share with you. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening. This is an example of what Eva and I send to each other. Ted, what's up? Staples actually sells staples. Whoa. Where are you going? Dicks. <laughs> yeah, press rewind. You'll get it. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I swear, replaying these have me cracking up. This is from July. I'm staying. I'm staying. And you... And you, and you, you're gonna love me. Girl, I love that song. I heard it in the background. Um, yeah, I can pass by and pick them up. Um, are you still working from home? Congratulations on your promotion. That's awesome. But does that mean you're gonna be coming home super late all every day when you do go back to work? Are you back at work? Are you still working from home? I'm so Confucius. <laughs> <sighs> Do you see why I say she keeps me laughing? Gotta love her. Other voice messages that I've gotten from Eva through 2020. I believe this one is from May. Yeah, I believe it's from May. Oh, yay. You pray for me. Thank you. I pray for you every day, too. Um, good luck with your workshop today. I'm glad you're feeling great. I'm sorry I didn't get back to you sooner, but then I got a bunch of phone calls to work and got sidetracked. Anyway, have a wonderful day. Don't be stressed because you're blessed. (laughs) That's one from Eva. So this is why I'm so like amazed that she happened to make it onto, not amazed, I mean grateful that she made it to be part of my closing out from 2020 because throughout 2020, she has been one of the persons that's given me lots to laugh at, lots to think about and helpful encouragement. So I hope you, even though we can't be together, try to take moments to send people just voice messages, something to laugh about. Life's too short. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Trisha. Thank you very much. This podcast is also sponsored by Carefully Made. Follow Carefully Made on Instagram. The account name is care with a K underscore fully made. K-A-R-E underscore F-U-L-L-Y-M-A-D-E. Carefully Made brings to you beauty cosmetics and personal care, homemade hair and skin products to heal and condition the body, inspiration shared to live a carefully made life through self-care. Check her out to purchase one of her signature care bracelets, triple protection with obsidian, tiger's eye, and her signature lotus flower. Carefully Made is made in Brooklyn, y'all. Tell her I sent you. Explicit language in the next segment. 
Hey, so the next episode is the music from Spotify. According to Spotify, these were some of my top songs from 2020. In the songs being played, they will not be featured on the Spotify podcast playlist. I do have a podcast playlist on Spotify, usually features songs that I mention in the show, except for the next set of songs coming up. But uh, the pod- the podcast playlist is called Play the Details. You should search for it on Spotify and then um, DM me if you can't find it and I can send you the link. But it's also in the show notes. Again, the name of the playlist is Play the Details and that's on Spotify. So according to Spotify, this was one of my top songs of 2020. Riri. I was good on my own, that's the way it was. That's the way it was. You was good on the low for a fatty fuck. I'm so fatty love. She what the fuck you complaining for? Feeling daddy love. You so trip off that shit, I was kicking to you. Had some fun on the run, though, I'll give it to you for baby. Don't get it twisted. You was just another nigga on the hit list. Trying to fix any issues with a bad bitch. Didn't they tell you that I was a savage? So, yeah. Needed Me by Rihanna was supposedly one of my top 20 songs. The other stuff is like rain sounds and all of that. And then, unbelievably, I don't know when I listened to this this much that it made it to my top 20. But this one by Cardi B. So apparently Cardi B also made it into my top um <laughs> my top songs of 2020 according to Spotify. And the next one is Chopin. Chopin and Beethoven made it to my top 20. Um yeah, I like I listen to a lot of different music. So surprisingly or not, classical music can be something that energizes you, calms you down, helps you study. So Chopin made it to my top 20. Next up, this one definitely gets me in a happy mood. This is work from home featuring Ty Dolla Sign and it's by Fifth Harmony. So yeah. And then the next one, the next one that made this to my top songs of 2020 should not be a surprise to certain people. Um, because in the morning, when I want to get moving, yes. This is family. Skinny Fabulous, Marshall Mantel, and Bungie. You know, I want to give a shout out to Am, Amalia. You know who you are. This song always makes me think of her for some reason. I don't know why. 
Then the next one that made it to my top 20, shout out to this dude. At the end of 2020, he got engaged. Yes, Mr. Butterscotch himself. Ro Timmy with Love Rhythm. So, yeah. And this next one is an oldie, but a goodie to me at least. I'm I'm not surprised it made me it made it to my top songs. But you may be surprised. Who knows? I think this one made it to Grey's Anatomy one time. It's Creed Arms Wide Open. It's from the album Human Clay. So that's Creed. I listen to a lot of different music, believe me. And then... mm -mm. This next song... I came across because of a podcaster that I follow. She's one half of um, Getting Grown Podcast. Takia, Dr. Takia. Um, and one day in her stories, I think about maybe two years ago, I was walking home and I was listening to, I was watching her Instagram story and she played this song and it just it just helped me just feel better heading home. I think I had a long day and I was just tired. And you ever have those days where it's like, oh, you just want to forget the day. And so this song just gave me that space. This is Comfort Me by the New Life Community Choir, John P. Key. I mean, it's just a feel-good song. It's just asking for what you need. And of course, you got to have some kind of faith in your life. Some kind especially right now. So me being who I am, if you know me, then you know if I have a playlist, unless it's real specific. My playlist is a mix. I can go from church music to, of course, this next song that's on my top 20. Gotta be versatile, you know what I'm saying? Of course, 
Miss Riri makes it into my top songs of 2020 again with Bitch Better Have My Money album. It's a single, I believe. Of course, Miss Rihanna does it again. And moving right along, Beyonce made it to my top 20 for this song. You would think it's the new stuff, but 7-Eleven made it to my list of tops. All right. So yeah, 7-Eleven made it to my top 20 by Beyonce. And then of course, couldn't be complete without having this next song. I think some of you like it, but it's, it's something on my morning playlist, I believe. So that's probably why it's on my top songs of 2020. And this is... Every Praise, Hezekiah Walker, another feel-good praise song. So there you go. And that's Every Praise, Hezekiah Walker. And recently... This one has been playing for 20, as I close out 2020, so I can understand. I like this song because this is Lizzo, Truth Hurts. I like this song because it reminds me of my coworker, Sarah. Sarah and I sang this song at karaoke. I usually don't do karaoke up until a couple of years ago with people I know. I do it when I'm on vacation because nobody can see me. But Sarah had this down and I was like, all right. So now I always think of Sarah when I hear it. And the rest of it goes on and on. And it's more of that. Um, they gave like a top, I guess it's a 100 song. Now, my 100th song, I'm going to play my 97th song, my, my, my bottom four songs. So these are my bottom four songs. This one is When I Grow Up by Garbage. This is an oldie. So not many people may know it. So if you don't know it, go listen. And then the next song is Beyonce again. This is Ring the Alarm. And my second to last song, number 99. This will always be an anthem to me. 
all the way up. Fat Joe, Remy Ma, French Montana, you know. And my last song of 2020 in my top 100 is this song. Yup, bounce back. Big Sean. Who knew? So that's my that's the that's the 100 song of my 2020 top songs. Bounce back. Big Sean. Hey folks, I just want to say while 2020 has been a year that has been different from many other years in many specific different ways. For some people, it has been uplifting, enlightening, and refreshing. It's been a time to do things that we've never thought we would get the chance to do and always wanted to do. But it's also been challenging, depressing, disheartening, and just downright challenging. Whatever 2020 was for you, I invite you to take the time and make 2021 the year that you use the lessons learned in 2020. You write the book, you call the person, you visit your friends, whichever way you can, and you let go of the things that don't serve you. I appreciate each and every one of you this year that have supported me um, by either being a guest, by listening to the podcast by sharing it with others and just being your authentic self and giving me feedback. Thanks once again for sharing your personal details. As we share, we learn, we grow, and of course, keep laughing. And when you're not in a great mood, do something for someone else. It's an instant mood changer. Have a great 2021. Have a great day. Have a great minute. One minute, one day, one person at a time. I'm three. And this is the personal details closing out 2020.